Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Ace Podcast. It's your host, Erica Chavez. Today we have an amazing guest. We have Tony with us. Hey. And Tony is a nursing major. Um, Tony is not only a nursing major, but he's an RA, a tutor, an SI. Am I missing anything else? Um, I also have a job on campus. Yes, works for CAS. Yes, work for the College of Arts and Sciences. I sit at a desk and um, do everything administrative there. Yes, so stay tuned, listen to us. Tony's going to give all the hot secret tips on how to become an RA, an SI, a tutor, how to get a desk job and all that. Yes. So stay tuned and listen. Okay, Tony, so why nursing? Okay, so um, I chose nursing because my sister did it. So my sister is three years older than me, and she went into it right out of high school. She went to a, like, a small like all-girls college and really liked it. Um, I always knew when I was younger that I wanted to be in like the health professions, but like I always was like, oh, be a doctor, you know, because like, that's what everyone thinks. But once I started looking into nursing and nursing programs and like four years and getting out and being in like ready to practice, that really like struck me. And just also like the vibe of like what a nurse mm-hmm. does compared to a doctor, whereas like a nurse is more um, patient orientated and a doctor is more um, like disease and like mm-hmm. like what to do orientated. Um, I just like was more attracted to the idea of like being more of an advocate and like helping people instead of just like like trying to like treat something that's not a person is more just yeah. like a pathogen. So um, yeah, and I just, I don't know, just off of that and just my sister's experiences with this, and she was, like, ahead of me, obviously, mm-hmm. that all kind of just led to my decision to do it. That's good. So, in our generation now, we see a lot of change and a lot of movement towards advocacy and, like, health disparities and things like that within medicine and our healthcare field. What is the biggest thing that you would say, like, needs a change? Um, I would probably say just, like, the way we interact with patients. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that overall, like, especially, like, on the end of a doctor, like, they look at patients more for, like, what kind of insurance do you have in order for, like, when I take care of you, like, am I going to get my proper paycheck? Whereas, like, we shouldn't, like, look at, you should look at it more as, like, who's being brought into me? Why did I, why am I this person that's Mm -hmm. supposed to help them? Why did I sign up for this? And just, I don't know, I just think, like, obviously everything nowadays is like money orientated like and I think we need to get back to more like holistic care like caring for the person not only not only like just to make them feel like better from whatever they're sick but like making sure that like in that moment like every part of them is like cured and yeah. they're they're like feeling overall like overall good like in this mm-hmm. hospital room or like in the setting and also like just making sure their families feel good too because like that's scary for their family too so I just think the idea of just like caring for like the not person, only yeah, yeah the person not yeah. only just like the sickness is yeah. like really what we need to put back into like the field and I think mm-hmm. here at Loyola a lot of the professors really emphasize that so um I think this is like a great program so far and I think that it'll make me do a great nurse <laughs> yes I really I'm like really big on that like we're treating people like they're not just numbers they're not just a chart mm-hmm. they're not a disease or like an illness like we're really treating them and I think that that also goes in with like mental health like not just like checking their like like their physical health you know like also being like how are you you know like how are you feeling like you might be struggling like with this illness or you know yeah like how does being on chemo like make you feel as a person not just like does it make you nauseous like do you feel like worthless like do you even want to do chemo like are you doing it for someone you know what I mean like it's just all these factors that I think we need to put back in and um a lot of these nursing programs nowadays like they emphasize that idea and that's why 
you go to school for four years now because in the past you could have went for two years or something, taken your NCLEX mm-hmm. and practice. But now they want you to go through extra courses that really like emphasize like the ethics and like the idea of like what kind of care you're providing, what kind of patients you're serving, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Going in with like the ethics and all that, like of what it really takes to be a nurse, you know, it takes a lot of like heart and passion um, because you, you do often like see like people just wanting to go into medicine, like they just want to go to the healthcare field and things like that. Do you, like, find that there's, like, any classes at Loyola or anything that you do personally that helps you, like, be more empathetic towards patients? Um, I think definitely clinical, which I haven't started yet, but I've heard from a lot of, like, upperclassmen, obviously. Um, Like, just being able to be in the hospital, like, even though you're going one day a week for eight hours and not getting paid, you're still, like doing the work of a nurse Mm -hmm. and, like, working directly with patients. And I think that makes you want to, like, do more since as a student you can't do like a ton but I think just the exposure and those types of courses like in your mental health courses and your um med surge courses which are just like general like surgical floors and such I think just all that combined makes you really 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 want to get out there and like obviously touches on empathy because you're experiencing it all and you're just 19 20 I mean like that's a lot for you because even though you might have experienced that in your personal life now you're like dealing with so many different experiences and stories and it all just comes together and makes you feel like a lot more wanting to be out there, you know? <laughs> yes. What is something that you would tell someone who's maybe a little nervous to go into the healthcare field? Like like a like just something where they can like get experience or anything? Um, I would say if you are interested in it, definitely volunteer at like a hospital or something like that, just to see if you even like working in a hospital. And not that like you have to work in a hospital if you go into like being a doctor or a nurse, but like it's obviously one of the most in demand, like for mm-hmm. like where you would get a job. Um, but just see if you would even like dealing with people at the bedside because, I mean, it's not for everyone and that's okay. It's just that some people really love, like it's just more like you really like people and some mm-hmm. people just prefer to be with themselves. So I just think that there's um, a calling for some people and some people there's not, but definitely volunteering, um, research, talking to people that you know that are in the field, seeing like what if their experiences are something that you would want to experience yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So this has been your first almost full year of being in a scholar. What would you say is the biggest takeaway from it? Um, I think I the people and like the experiences that I've like had with like everyone in ACE overall has been my biggest takeaway because like everyone in ACE is just like so grateful to like be at a university and like mm-hmm. be like just doing all the activities that like the mentors and everything put everyone puts together. So I think just the idea of just like be everyone being grateful for just having a program like this and not taking any of like their moments um, in college or anything like that for granted mm-hmm. is like the most rewarding and like the most like the thing I'm taking away most from being mm-hmm. in this program. Yeah, I think we're all really appreciative of like what we have because not a lot of students get this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like a big family. I yes, love the love I love that. like the vibes that we all have with each other, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad you joined. Oh, so like glad actually, join. so glad. Um, so within ACE this semester, you are going to start being an ACE tutor. Yes. Do you want to talk about what classes you're going to tutor for? Yeah. So basically, so currently I'm an SI as well, and I just do nursing courses. So. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the way like the tutoring center works at Loyola is like you have to obviously maintain an A in mm-hmm. one of the course the the A minus or higher in the course you want to tutor. So I SI currently for um, a physiology course for nursing, which is required in the nursing program. It's also open for exercise science um, students, but for ACE tutoring, I have a bunch, like a group of classes. So I have like all the freshman nursing classes and then like the first semester of the sophomore nursing classes and then Mm -hmm. plus some general core like UCWR. So like writing help and like, um, I believe I have like theology down there, like certain things that like I can help more with like the writing side. Um, But yeah, so generally um, the process is really easy. I would recommend if you feel like you're like, like to teach and like you like have a good understanding of the class mm-hmm. to definitely like apply but um yeah I'm excited to start ACE tutoring because I love being an SI so I'm excited to see where that goes what would you tell someone who is maybe a little bit afraid to go into tutoring because I mean everyone knows this like I get tutored so much I love our tutors like mm-hmm. they're literally my best friends but I definitely think coming into college like I immediately thought I was gonna get straight A's like immediately I was like I'm gonna do so good like I'm gonna be fine you know mm-hmm. but like after first semester I realized like no I'm gonna need help so what would you tell to someone that's like kind of nervous about it? Um, I think I would probably be like tell somebody to like think about times where they've helped somebody and mm-hmm. see if they felt like if it was hard for them or if they mm-hmm. felt like it was supernatural mm-hmm. and then take that like experience and just relate it to whatever you're going to be wanting to tutor for because mm-hmm. I think a lot of the time a lot of people like underestimate their ability to do things obviously and then when mm-hmm. they do it it's like wow that was really easy yeah because obviously me being a tutor like I went into it with because I had an A in the course that I um started with as an SI last year but or last semester but um I definitely was like weirded out about knowing that like I'm gonna have students under my care and like mm-hmm. I'm gonna be responsible for telling them things and that has to be right and everything and like you do make mistakes and everything but in the end like they really look at you as like mm-hmm somebody that they're like oh my gosh like I need you to guide me like in this moment so I just think if you feel that um I think you should just go for it and if yeah. you know what I mean if it doesn't work out like it doesn't work out but like mm-hmm. you are gonna make an impact no matter what like even if it was like the worst tutoring session just being there with somebody yeah. is like enough when they're in like a really difficult time yeah that's definitely a big thing like with wanting to get tutored Like, I'm definitely always, like, afraid when I meet a new tutor. Like, I literally have to meet one, like, next week, like, when Mm -hmm. we start. I'm always scared to try a new one because, like, I think that I always forget that the tutors are also nervous to meet me. Like, Mm -hmm. it always feels like I'm the only one. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm glad that you say that because it definitely makes people feel better about, like, you know, the the tutors are also nervous. Oh, yeah, the tutors are definitely nervous. Like, I'm always, like, whenever, like, I just got a booking on Navigate for the first time and I'm like, oh, shoot. Shoot. (laughs) Like, Like, I, like, have to go, like now meet somebody new like yeah. probably set up a plan to like make something regular like it's just mm-hmm. all that coming together but um I just think that it's very like it's exciting nervous like it's mm-hmm. like oh my gosh like I can't wait to like meeting a new friend right and like I yeah. can't wait to like help them out like I can't wait to like get them a like do a tutoring session then like they take a test and they come back to me like with a good grade yeah. like that's just also exciting for me but like just the initial meeting phase is scary but you know it's growth so yeah so moving towards like the more academic side, like you know, of college, like what's what was your biggest fear coming into college, like academic wise? Um, I think academically, I was scared. Well, I went to a school that was like college prep, and like mm-hmm. I always thought like those schools were like, like oh, isn't like every school prepping you for college? Like isn't that the point of high school? That's yeah. what I always thought, and um, it is. But I was just very nervous about the idea of 
not understanding a teacher's teaching and like feeling behind mm-hmm. because yeah. obviously in high school if you feel behind at least like you make friends with enough people mm-hmm. where you can be like hey like help me but like in college like everyone's from everywhere so like you can't yeah. really like rely on other people to just like help you you know mm-hmm. so I think I was just fairly nervous about like falling behind or like not understanding things and like just getting stuck and then being nervous to go talk to the professor or make yeah. friends to like work with so I guess that was my biggest academic fear and like Mm -hmm. luckily though like our school specifically Loyola has like a lot of resources so I mean Mm -hmm. I didn't really have to feel that way and like and also like my professors all have just been like amazing so I just really never felt like that way but I just think that it's important for people to know that are coming into college um that like universities make it very mm-hmm. like helpful like you are not on your own like just mm-hmm. like how college like high school scare you like yeah oh my gosh you're gonna be like just expected to turn this yeah. in like no deadlines yeah nothing, why do no they nothing. drill that into us i have no idea like it's i remember ridiculous. all my high school teachers being like you know how to you need to know how to take notes because they're not gonna help you do yes. not college like professors here are nice like if you right. need to know how to take notes like you have no idea like go to their office hours they'll literally teach you right like they will literally give you like a template and be like here use this next time maybe it'll yeah. help like they want you to mm-hmm. succeed because in the end that looks bad for them if you don't yeah. succeed so i think they want to get as many people yeah. through as they want so that is really so weird that like high school like as like a community like we all like experience the mm-hmm. same thing where it's like our professors like make us afraid of just college one of those scare tactics to get us yeah. to like do our work yeah and, like, they're actually like care. do better or like in college you're not gonna be able to do anything right like that is so weird. But going back to this feeling of, like, feeling behind, like, that is definitely something that, like, I'm constantly feeling. Like, you know, like, everyone, I'm always feeling like everyone in my class is just so much smarter. Mm-hmm. Everyone in my class is 10 steps ahead of me. They're getting way better grades than me. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just, like, a thing with having, like, a, a very demanding major, you know? Like, that feeling of just being behind is, like, yeah. and I and I see that in e- almost everyone, you know? Like, you'll talk to someone, you'll be like, oh my god, like, I'm so behind in this class, in this class. And they have the same thing. Right. I think it's just, like, in our head. It's all mental. And I think, like, I think just, like, a lot of, um, like, professors, like, want everyone to, like, every, obviously Mm -hmm. professors want you to succeed, but I think a lot of students think that, like, they look, are looked at differently, like, if they're, Mm -hmm. they're not doing as well by the professor, but, like, in the end, like, I just strongly believe in, like, the C's get degrees, because, like, in the end, when you get your degree, that's, like, they're not going to be, like, BS in um, this class, like, but you got to see in this class, like, mm-hmm. just so everyone knows, like, no one cares. Like, as long as you get the credit, you get the credit. And that's really all that matters. So I think that, like, for everyone that's coming into college, is in college, and has, like, that anxiety, which mm-hmm. obviously people have anxiety before classes start, like, for multiple reasons. But I think you just need to know that, like, do the best you can, like, try to the fullest yeah. extent. But in the end, no matter how good you do, as long as you get a credit in the class, mm-hmm. you get a credit. Like, don't let it define you that yeah. great, you know? And I think that's something that I'm, like, still working on, like, as a sophomore. And I think I'll always be, like, working on that with myself, like, thinking, like, oh, I gotta, I gotta be in this class, like, oh my god, like, this girl got an A, or, like, I gotta see in this class, or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, even, like, like, failing a class, like, that is just, and when I first came in, like, that was my biggest fear, like, I'm gonna get a B in the class, you know, and now I'm, like, why am I putting, like, such a demand on myself, you know? Why am I comparing myself to everyone else, you know, everyone else has different struggles, everyone else has, um, other resources, you know, besides the resources that we do get with Loyola and with Ace, like, you know, like, I don't understand, like, why, like, I want to compare myself, and I think that's what a lot of us do, like, I'm pretty sure all of us, like, look at that, that kid next to us in class, and it's like, oh my god, why did they do so much better than me on the exam, right, I put this amount of hours, or I put this amount of hours into this, like, 
Why am like I Like, what not more are they it? doing or, like, yeah. what are they getting that I'm not? Yeah. yeah. Totally get that. And I think, like, we're just different people. Mm-hmm. Like... And that's one thing as a tutor that I always yeah. express to, like, my students. I'll always be like, like, if you're not getting this, you might get the next thing way more. And yeah. the person that didn't that got this won't get that. So, like... Yeah. Don't, like, think you need to understand everything to the fullest extent. Like, you, you, our brains are all different. Like, we, we understand things and think about things in way different ways. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that would be my advice for people that are coming into university here, um, thinking about going. Yeah, like, you're going to mess up. Like, right. Oh, my gosh. You're going to mess things. up so bad. You're going to fail an exam mm-hmm. and you're going to cry. Like, it's going to be okay. As long as it's, like, you know that you're going to be okay. Like, right. you'll like, be fine. You're literally gonna get a degree and you're yeah. gonna leave here and you're gonna be like why did i ever let college affect me yeah and it doesn't matter how many times we tell ourselves that we're still right. gonna be thinking right. like no, oh yeah. my god we're the worst you know right but and i think that's like what ace really helps me on like having that community like having mentors mm-hmm. yeah, talking for to sure. the mentors just like specifically like just being like hey i'm not doing so bad i'm not doing so good in this class and they're like you know they make me feel better when they're like oh that class is just a hard class you know mm-hmm. you know and i think that having them, like, that have taken the class already, you know, like, they really helped me with that. Also having, like, Michelle. Shout yes, out to Michelle. love Michelle. We love you, Michelle. Like, having someone to talk to, like, I know where she is at all times. Right. Like, if I'm sad, I'm going to go to Michelle's office. And, like, office. you could just walk in and just literally stop mm-hmm. her and whatever she's doing and she'll yeah. listen. Like, I literally walk into the advisor's. Like, that's what's so amazing about ACE, too. Like, we literally have a 24-7 access resource. Like, right. when we're at school, like... You can just walk in, no appointments, like, nothing like that. Like, if we need you, they're there for us, you right. know? Love that. I really do. Um, so, an SI, um, how has that been? Um, being an SI is really cool. Last semester I was for chemistry. Um, I enjoyed it with the professor I was with. Um, I got to meet a lot of students, a lot of the nursing students. thing I like, too, is because I work with freshmen. That's my, like, mm-hmm. grouping. And I really like working with the freshmen because, like, then I kind of stay with them as they move along mm-hmm. and, like, really, really guide them. And I think that, like, they need it because, especially since COVID, like, everyone that's been coming into university lately has been, like, very, very academically behind. And it's, like, not their fault, really, yeah. because, like, everything kind of had to become a little more easy since things went online and yeah. everything like that. So all these freshmen really, really needed help and like what are we going to do stop making nurses yeah. like stop producing nurses <laughs> yeah. so like I think it was really fun to be like an SI with freshmen and really really help them because I got a lot of attendance and I already can tell that this semester is going to be like a lot of fun because I really enjoy mm-hmm. the professor I'm with and I'm really gonna I really enjoy the student population I'm working with and such so um yes I'm really excited yeah um definitely like being an SI like I love SIs like utilize your SIs guys like Go to the meetings. Yes, Go to the bi-weekly always, meetings. Like, yes. We're working so hard. We prep every mm-hmm. week. We try to make resources for you all. Um, we're, we care about you guys. So, like, don't think that we're just, like, doing this for money. Because, like, we actually want you guys to succeed in your degrees. Yeah. So, if someone, like, wants to become an SI, like, how do they even go about it? Okay. So, basically, um, there's two application open dates. There's one that probably will come out for fall 2023 at towards the end of this semester but like with a couple months left so maybe like april i would say Mm -hmm. you're gonna get a form that's sent by the tutoring center they're gonna advertise it too with flyers and stuff all around campus um basically it's just gonna really ask you just like what you want to si for like why do you think you would be a good student leader because we are student leaders like we do Mm -hmm. deal with people so like people can like open up to us etc 
um, like a bunch of different questions that just show you like, your strength and leadership and such, and then just the courses. And then if they feel that your application's strong, they'll give you a call back for an interview. You do a group interview where there's mm-hmm. just a lot of like situations or they want to just see like really how you deal with like conflict and how you deal with like certain issues that you might experience as a tutor and then from there you really either get the job or don't and then you go about training and then the same process occurs um for spring semester sometime around i want to say um like november they start applications but um yeah it's really easy process if you really feel like you loved a professor you loved a like a class specifically you can request that professor you can also you also need a rec i'm sorry i forgot to include that you need a recommendation from the professor which if you did good in the class and yeah. you were not had any behavioral issues it yeah. should not be so, like, difficult to ask get a professor. close to your professor right yeah oh yeah. i think that's just one of college 101 is like always get yeah. close to a professor that you feel really comfortable with because mm-hmm. in the end like they want to be for your friend like they don't want to just yeah. be a robot and be like oh came to class and taught mm-hmm. now leaving like they want yeah. like to know that their students are real people that want to get to know them. Do you find it hard to get, because I think it's hard to get close to my professors just because of how large my, my like, hard classes tend to be, you know? Yeah. There's, like, it's like an auditorium, like, a huge auditorium. Like, I find that my professor doesn't even know my name, you know? Right. Um, I think, so for me personally, no. Since I'm a guy in nursing, like, I'm one of, like, the only guys in my classes. So, like, literally my professors, <laughs> like know me like every single one of my professors like knows me like without me even saying two words just because of the fact that I'm a male and like (laughs) everyone else in my class is female um Um, sorry guys Tony has an ice machine in his room (laughs) so if you can hear that it sounds like a garbage truck um (laughs) Tony's ice machine um, shout out to my ice machine he actually made me a coffee it tastes really good what it is so good. a little intermission as the ice comes out um, sorry so i have tarani syrup french vanilla i did six pumps of that um a couple Very shots good. of blonde espresso and some milk if you guys don't know this tony works at starbucks yes love that when i'm home i work yes. um i worked i started there back in march of 2020 um I like really. I've always wanted to work at Starbucks. Actually, like I've always wanted to work mm-hmm. there. Like it was like one well, of that's my like dreams. everyone's high school dream job. Like that's what we want to be. You know? Right. Like it was really weird. Like I've just like was always like oh, I want to work for Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's so cool. Like I like how they can dress like whatever and like wear the apron whatever. Yeah. And so I eventually applied. The first time I applied, I didn't get the job because I think it was because I was seventeen and they wanted somebody with it was eighteen, so I wouldn't have like restrictions, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I reapplied when I was eighteen, got the job like right away, and um. I loved it, and, like, I've been yeah. at my store for a year and a half. I'm going to go back in the summer, like, for the semester. I'm just, like, uh-huh. taking it off, but I love, like, the benefits, and I just love, like, being able to, like, make people drinks, like, get to meet the customers, like, everything. Yeah. So. The drink is really good. Tony made me a drink with his, what is it, an espresso machine? Yes, I have an espresso. I got it for Christmas. Mm-hmm. It saves me money, but um, they're really, 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 like, nice like i just think that they make like the best espresso it tastes really it like tastes like a starbucks drink like literally well it also is starbucks blonde espresso that it's literally crazy okay so hopefully the ice machine will calm down but um what were we talking about SIing. oh i wanted to talk about like what the pandemic did to us Mm. like mentally like i mean obviously like our mental health went like down like crazy like it was the worst right Mm -hmm. Um, but like, I think that's what they're always focusing on. Like our mental health, like, you know, like even our physical health was bad, you know, Yeah. but like academically we really struggled. Like I remember doing 
work online, I literally ne- learn nothing. If you ask me yeah. what I learned my senior year, or even like the ending half of my junior year, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Like, I can well, barely remember the classes that I took. Like, yeah, me too. we learned nothing. All of our exams were online. People I never cheated. studied. We cheated. Let's be honest. We cheated. I right. had my laptop open. And, and the like, professors I, were right. fine. I think they knew we were cheating. Yeah. So they were like, open note exam. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not studying then, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so like coming into college, especially like our class year, the class year after us, like we were the first class to come back, right? Fully? Yeah. Like for senior year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or fresh, like, for college, right? For freshman year? Yes. I know my my high school, we did yeah. senior year, like second semester mm-hmm. in person fully. And then college we came back yeah. right i was like a duel where it was like every other day or okay. something like that yeah, like they okay. split us like in a half hybrid yeah something. but even that like right. that was worse um but yeah like we were the first class to come to, to college like the first freshman right. class i really noticed it with my exam with my studying with my testing um it was bad you know like mm-hmm. it was just so bad um no, it really was because i honestly just think that no one cared and everyone felt like hopeless and like they just didn't want to care. Yeah. And like, yeah, everything just got really, really like really weird. But yeah, I even noticed it with like a lot of my students. Like I just noticed like people like were really like hopeless. Like they're like, Oh my gosh, like I've not been like in Mm -hmm. college in like a class. Like I just feel so like weird now knowing that I have to go to lecture like three days a week for 50 minutes. So yeah, I definitely, definitely put a like big dent in like the academic world. Yeah, because, like, I didn't know how to study. Right. I feel like junior, senior year of college is where you really learn how to study. Yeah, I definitely think, yeah. And, and I or think, I mean high school, sorry. Yeah, like, I think you're growing. Like, I think, yeah, definitely junior, senior year of high school, like, you figure, like, your bit way out. And then hopefully if your skill transfers into high into yeah. college, like, you can use those methods yeah. still. But I think there's, like, so much transition from, like, your yeah. first year of college on. Like, mm-hmm. you learn so much new, like, Like, just how everything. to do everything. Yes. Like, how to study. Like, how to learn, you know? Right. And... Like, even with the SAT, ACT that we took in high school, yeah. I my SAT got canceled. Mm. And my ACT, ACT was literally horrible. Like, yeah. the worst. And I remember sitting there like, how am I going to get in college? Right. And then being like, oh, wait, Loyola doesn't accept. Like, we right. don't, we they don't do need this. Right. And I was like, that's perfect. You know, like, there I am. But, like, thinking, like, I haven't taken, like, I haven't taken a big exam like that. Like, now that I'm thinking, like, the MCAT, like. I, I know that that's not comparable, mm-hmm. but that's, like, the closest thing that we probably right. had, you know? Yeah. Like, how do I how do I study for a big, long test? I didn't even study for the ACT, SAT. I didn't need it, you know? Right. So, that's, like, scary, you know? Yeah, it is really scary. And it definitely messed up a lot of us, even socially. Mm-hmm. Like, you can really see how people, like, when we came back, they didn't know how to talk to each other. People did not know. Like, people, like, we would do, like, like icebreakers. Like, I personally don't think icebreakers are that bad. Like, I think yeah. they're definitely awkward, but I definitely mm-hmm. think you need them because I think it's good for the professor to know you, and I think, especially just the ones where it's just, like, oh, say your name, your major, and, like, a fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, like, not that bad compared to, like, if you were to, like, play a game or something. But, yeah. like, some people can't even just, like, say their name in their major like it's so hard for them to just like say that stuff and I think that's like really really like terrible that we can't Mm -hmm. just like be ourselves anymore yeah and like it's just because like we haven't seen people like people haven't seen each other like at least now we're into a point where like we've been pretty much back for like Mm -hmm. a decent amount of time but like I just think that like for that little bit of transitional period in the beginning of like 2022 Mm -hmm. it was a little bit of a lot yeah it definitely was hard to like learn like relearn how to talk to each other right and like with icebreakers 
I find that in my, like, in my chemistry, my bio, and my math classes, we don't do that. First day is, like, syllabus and lecture. But, you know what's weird? In my core classes and in my, like, my more social, like, discussion-based classes, we introduce ourselves, and we introduce ourselves the entire class. Mm. Like, that is what the first class is for, you know? Right, that's what we, like, like, nursing as well, like... We don't do intros in nursing. Yeah. Like I like I think my only class I did an intro for nursing was like my first like lecture anatomy like freshman year. Like the teacher was just like kind of like a goofier teacher and he wanted us to do introductions. But like no other nursing course have I ever done an introduction. Like the teacher will maybe like do attendance and be like, Oh, Anthony, and then like look at me and then be like, ask a question maybe. Yeah. But like that's not a required thing. And I think that's like really bad because we are with, I'm, especially me, like, I'm with the same nursing kids, like, uh-huh. the whole, like, all four years. Like, yeah, I, I don't find leave that too, them. yeah. So, like, I think that, like, they should definitely keep us, like, close. Like, mm-hmm. even though we are pretty close, like, we all know each other. Like, I just think they should, like, reinforce that. Yeah. Like, professors should know and everything. So, I just, I don't know, I think we need to start moving, we need to normalize, like, icebreakers and moving towards yeah. that, you know? Yeah, like, I get it, like, we're a class, like, we're a huge class, you know, but, like, just, like, five minutes, like, where the professor's, like, talk to the person next to you, like, exchange emails, exchange phone numbers, like, right. something. I like, find form myself, study like, groups or something. Yeah, I have, I'll find, like, myself in a class where I'll be, like, I have no idea what the girl's name next to me is, and we'll talk the entire class. I have no idea what right. her name is. Oh, my gosh, yes. I, I I'll have, always do that. I'll be, like, I don't oh, my gosh, have I'm her email. To, like, yeah. be, like, reference them because I don't <laughs> yeah. know what to call them. I'll be, yeah. like, hey, like, that's right. it. Like, right. it's like, weird. Like, hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, so you are an RA, you're an RA for Simpson, and this has been your, almost your first full year. Well, this is like your second semester, right? Yeah, so I'm RA for Simpson, so, um, a lot of people don't know this, but Denobly and Simpson are combined this semester, Mm -hmm. meaning, like, our team is called Dempson, and we make up 20 RAs, so we control both buildings, but, yeah, I'm in Simpson, I'm on the fourth floor, we love Mm -hmm. the fourth floor, um, I'm on the green side, because it's split into three, I'm with two other RAs on here. Um, but basically, yeah, so far I really, really enjoy it. I mean, summer, I had a come, we come just a timeline for anyone that's wondering about like the vibe mm-hmm. of being when you get the job in RA, but like summer you come in, um, two weeks early to do training. So that yeah. sucks a little bit that you have to limit your summer, but like in the end it pays off because you meet people, you meet so many different people. Like mm-hmm. I've met 20 new people like that. I like have found something in them all that I'm like. I really like that about you. Like I, that like makes me like, I interest, I'm interested in like knowing more about you kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And like, you also get to work with like amazing residents, like people that you just really like get to know and like help and support. Again, it's like all these student leader positions that are offered to you in college. Like, I just think you guys should take advantage. Like everyone should take advantage because you really grow. Like you just know how to deal with people and you know how to like, deal with situations etc so yeah so far I really like it um I just started I did my theme of last semester was more like fall like vibe Mm -hmm. but then this semester I went a little bit more um did a little bit more work and did um toy story so I really like that um but yeah I'm excited to see what this semester brings but last semester went well and um I hope to continue to do it for my next two years being an RA can you talk about like what do you get out of being an RA yeah so you get a decent amount of benefits so Oh my Nar. god. Guys, Salma's literally calling us. We're so sorry for that. Wait. <laughs> how do I hang Can up? Can we answer her? How do I decline? No. <laughs> oh my god. So sorry. Okay, um, but anyway, so the benefits include um um free room and board, so yeah. you get your housing free and your meal plan free, which is really really um amazing like if you're especially for us and Ace, like uh, yeah. that's something like that I've even me and um 
peer mentor Ethan have yeah. like held a like um, we held a workshop on about like mm-hmm. how to live on campus for free. That was what I emphasized. You also get a stipend, so you get um, so based off just like your duty shifts because duty is like being. Um, on call, like having a phone that like residents can call throughout the mm-hmm. night. That's what it consists of. Um, you get a stipend of six hundred dollars at the end of each semester, which is like yeah. just something to have for books or back towards your tuition or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you also get, um, I mean, you get like leadership skills that you can put on your resume. I know that's mm-hmm. like a cheesy one, but like it's definitely something. Um, and I believe that's all. Yeah, you get to meet a lot of new friends. You get to work with supervisors. You get a mm-hmm. leader, like you get to be known around campus. I like mm-hmm. to say that one because. It definitely, you are known, like, yeah. people visit these buildings, they see our boards, and they know mm-hmm. who's an RA or not. That might not always be the good, the, mm-hmm. like, a good thing, but, like, it definitely helps grow your stature, if that's yeah. what you're concerned about with your college life. Um, but, yeah, so I really, really think it's really a good thing. Applications close today, I believe, mm-hmm. so if you didn't submit them, maybe next year you can, but yeah. if you did, really go through with it and follow up and ask a lot of questions if you get an interview, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to be really, really, like, it's really, really good opportunity. Yeah. I think it provides, like, a lot of leadership. Like, it does. It really you know? does. Because you deal with, like, a lot of situations, and you deal with, like, a lot of, like, individual problems, and you just mm-hmm. deal, like, you just deal with a lot of things. And, like, I've talked with supervisors who've told me, like, being an RA, like, putting that on your, like, resume for when you apply to, like, grad school, or, like, if yeah. you apply to, like, a good, like, a job, like, right out of college, like, seeing that you're an RA, like, checks the boxes of, like, a people person, a leader yeah. like a team member like all these different things mm-hmm. because you really are doing that like yeah all that's your job 24 7 basically but you aren't working 24 <laughs> 7 yeah you just have the possibility of working 24 7 but we have a lot of boundaries with yeah the like you take your breaks like you don't need to be here every weekend like mm-hmm. you can live your life you can go do whatever you want like yeah it's you have duty which is another thing that we could talk about if we did an ra podcast but yeah the whole point is like you don't devote your life to being an RA like yeah. it's just a, just another thing like being a part of a club or having just another on-campus job and um unfortunately you do live where you work so like if you do run into situations when you're not on duty like you might mm-hmm. think you can deal with it but um in the end it's just more about getting experience and being yeah. a leader in college so what would you say to someone who's maybe struggling a little bit like living in a dorm like with basically anything do you find because uh, I feel like for me if I was struggling with something I would be a little afraid to go to my RA like, what would you say, like, do you say that most, like, RAs are, like, pretty comfortable with, like, you just, like, going asking for help? Yeah, I think that 100%, like, mm-hmm. like me specifically, like, I make it really clear, I made it really clear, like, on my first, like, floor meeting with all my residents mm-hmm. that, like, they can come to me, like, for anything. Like, I basically know that some RAs, like, really don't, which, that's totally fine, because this is their boundary, but, like, yeah. sometimes they don't want people coming to them after certain hours, or, like, they refer to them to go to the RA on duty, like, if it's after 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. or something like that. I definitely say that too, but I also encourage them to still try to knock on my door Mm -hmm. if I'm like, if they need something. Cause like I said, I'm not here all the time. Like, I don't know where I'm at. I could be anywhere. And if they knock on my door first and don't hear me, then go to the RA on duty. But if I'm here and I'm doing nothing and I can help, like, and they feel comfortable with me, then I'll let them, I'll, I'll help, you know? So I just think that, um, you should feel really comfortable in your RA. Clearly your RA was selected because Mm -hmm. the leadership felt that they were strong enough as a student to be in a leadership position Mm -hmm. um, for students that are coming to campus, especially first-year students. Um, So I just think that if you ever feel unsafe, uncomfortable, unsure, make sure you definitely talk to your RA. And if you don't feel comfortable talking to your RA, then go to another RA in the building that you feel comfortable with. Or even, yeah, just go, like, talk to somebody, even if it's like an RA in a different building because we're really, really trained and 
we're obviously selected mm-hmm. for one reason or another. So and like with Ace, like we have a lot of people to talk to, so that's right. That's and also, really yeah, I was gonna say with Ace too, it's like. I'll, I, I would say the peer mentors are basically like RAs that don't yeah. have to like live on a floor because I've like talked to peer mentors and seen what their tasks include and yeah. like it's literally what I have to do. So um, I think it's really like like very similar parallel there. And yeah, if, just if, like having to help people. Like, right. Like just knowing having, that you're the resource for yeah. people that are like here in college now mm-hmm. after being in high school. Like that's literally what I'm doing, except yeah. except I'm in a residence hall and they're. Yeah. They don't have to be in a residence hall. They could be wherever and come on to into the lounge, et cetera, you know? That is... I literally encourage everyone to apply to be an RA. Like, yes. if, especially for, like, being an ace, like, our low-income students, like, that is... It's such a help, you know? Right. I think it's, like... I think it literally, like, will... I think it, like, it's just... It's also just growth, because it's, like, yeah. stepping out of your comfort zone if you're mm-hmm. not used to, like, being a leader. Like, yeah. you can practice with it, because it's your job. So, like, yeah. you have to be, no matter, like, what you, like, what you think. Mm-hmm. That is really good. Um, I am really excited for the retreat this year. Oh my gosh, me too. Spring 2023. Can you believe that, like, we're, like, second semester sophomores? That's crazy. I don't like to think about that. It's gone by so quick. Like, and we're gonna be a junior. A junior. Like, this year. That, that's scary. Like, this will be, one, two, this will be my third retreat with Ace. This will be my second, but... This is your second? Yeah. The retreats... Okay, what was your experience at your first retreat? Oh my gosh, I loved it. I thought it was, like, so, like... Like, I don't know, like, I felt, like, just so much closer to, like, so yeah. many different people that I never really thought I would, like, ever have the experience of talking with. Yeah. And I just felt like there was just so much, like, team bonding and, like, seeing, like, the peer mentors, like, all do their little yes. things. Like, we're a lot. And, like, hearing testimonials was just, like, so much. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, like, I don't know, I loved it. And, like, it made me want to get more involved with Ace and, like, mm-hmm. exp- like in eventually maybe, like, get up there and do a yeah. testimonial, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know, like, it just made me feel so much, like joy being a part of like something Mm, like this having a community right having a community and even like seeing like how much michelle roy jen like they were all Mm -hmm. like so supportive like in like with everything there like i just thought it was amazing that we have like such great leadership and everything like that so it it's like crazy because i find that that's everyone's experience on their first retreat like i met my friend group there that like like i feel like that's where me and you really bonded Mm -hmm. i mean like we were friends but like you get like that's, like, two whole days that you really get to bond with someone. Right, like, like you have no, like, you don't have a TV in your room. Like, obviously, you bring your technology, yeah. but it's, like, if you have a roommate, like, you really, like, have time with yeah. them. Like, you aren't really in your room until you go to bed. And mm-hmm. Like, you're, like, up talking and yeah, doing just whatever. Yeah, like hanging out. Right, and then, like, when you do your tasks during the day, like, mm-hmm. there's just so much team building. And, like, I don't know, yeah. it was just really fun. And Lou really, had good food, too. It's so. really amazing what the retreat can do, especially to a freshman. Um, my first experience, like, I literally knew no one. Like, mm-hmm. I knew that, I knew Taylor and Samuel that was in my unit, and that's just because I sat next to them. We never had, like, a really big conversation. Like, we were just, like, classmates, you know? Right. Um, and, like, there's really where I bonded with Salma. I met Taylor. I met Ethan. Like, after that retreat, that is when me and Salma had decided, like, next semester, like, we're dorming, and we're going to be roommates. Right. So I'm really so grateful for that retreat. If you haven't been to a retreat, I would really, like, go to one. Like, even if you're, like, I was so scared. I was so scared going. I literally basically knew no one. Like, I knew of people, but I was not friends with them. Like, I was so scared to go to my first retreat. I remember texting someone, like, Mm. will you sit on the bus with me? Like, (laughs) I was literally so scared. So, really, really try to go to those retreats and try to go to, like, the ace outings. Like, if you don't go to many, like, they're so much fun. 
Right. Like, I think that you should take advantage of all the workshops because everyone that does mm-hmm. a workshop is highly qualified to do it. Like, yeah. they're not, like, just doing it because they feel like they want to talk about something. Like, they really want to, like, help you in whatever yeah. they're trying to talk about. So I think that these are all, like, things that Ace gives and mm-hmm. you should just really take advantage of every aspect of it. And they really put so much time into it. They really do, yeah. What's been your favorite, like, event? Mm, I think the retreat, yeah. obviously, only because I had the most, but... Um, I also enjoyed the one that Ethan and I did, like, our workshop, because yeah. I think, like, it was, like, a really good time for, like, people to know who I am through mm-hmm. Ace, like, like, because even though I joined late, like, I still want to, like, people to know who I yeah. am, I don't want to just be like, oh, like, you're in Ace, you know, like, yeah. who are you, et cetera, but, um, yeah, it was, like, definitely, like, a good experience of, like, talking with people, explaining to people, trying to help people, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah. I think that that's that feeling that me and you both share, like, wanting to not just, like, be in Ace, like, Right. I want to be a part of Ace. I want to be Ace, right. you know? Like, I like, want to, like, like, I know, like, I joined late, but, like, eventually I want to be to the point where, like, people, yeah. like, are be like, oh, like, I remember Tony, like, Yeah, they look this. up to you, like. Right, like, I like yeah. being a leader. Yeah, like, being a leader, like, being a part of it, like, hosting things, which, by the way, I don't know if a lot of people know this, I'm sure you do, but, like, anyone can host a workshop. Mm-hmm. Anyone can do an event, anyone can put in a program proposal, like, go talk to Michelle and she will be so excited to do Who's talking? <laughs> but Michelle would be so happy to do it with you. So if you, like, felt a little nervous, especially, like, um, a lot of our juniors and seniors, like, I feel like they've been absent because of, like, the pandemic, you know? They joined in, like, when we were on pandemic. Their STP was literally on, like, during the pandemic and online. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we, like, didn't, we weren't able to make a connection with them, which I really want more juniors and seniors to be a part of our things, you know? Like, come to more of our events. If you're a junior and senior and you're listening to this, just come to the lounge. Like, please. Like, if you feel that you've, like, disconnected from Ace for a little bit, like, come back. And, like, the people are just so warm and welcoming that you can, like, fit in, like, nothing. Yes. I felt so much, like, I felt so welcome, like, when Mm -hmm. I first, like, went into the lounge. Like, I never used to go into the lounge because I was like, "Mm, like, I don't know. Like, maybe I'll only go with, like my friends you know like yeah. I don't want to like go by myself but <laughs> I've went in there like multiple yeah. times alone and like I felt like conversation sparks and like you just yeah. I don't know it's, it's like <gasps> the, ice the ice machine <laughs> Tony's ice machine it's okay Tony this was amazing talking to you uh, yes I love I, this I love conversation I literally love you Tony like uh, love you too Eric um Erica Erica <laughs> my bad um but I do just want to say, like, thank you guys for listening. I'm sorry. Oh, my God, this ice machine. <laughs> it's going off. <laughs> I wanted to just say thank you guys for listening. It, I really appreciate it. I know I only released one podcast, and we did have some audio issues with it. But we had a lot going on last semester, a lot of changes in the department with Roy's departure. Um, and, you know, Michelle really having to step up and the advisors. So we, we, I really had to take a step back and just let them figure that out before we tried to like add anything new to the mix, you know? Um, but thank you so much for listening. And I do want to give a quick shout out to Michelle and to our two advisors, um, our new advisor, Lizette and Jennifer and Michelle, Michelle, you really stepped up. Like we, you have no idea how much we appreciate you and we love you. And I just wanted to give you a shout out like that. And especially to the advisors, like, Thank you for being there. Um, I know that it's been it's been really difficult um, losing Roy, but just the way that you've been able to handle this, like all of you guys, like, yeah. and the mentors, like, how you've been able to just like 
transition and to what to us what felt like was going to be a really rocky transition it's been smooth yes to like everyone seeing like if you guys don't know that we see you guys and we appreciate you guys so thank you so much to everyone for listening stay tuned because i will be having another special guest and i'm gonna try to make these things more regular like i literally promise you guys i'm gonna give my heart and soul into this podcast um so yeah come back for our next episode with our special guests i'll be releasing who that guest is soon um and thank you tony no problem thank you erica Bye bye bye